0: And we're back! It's Cavemen Corner, Sports
1: Radio 960 WSBT. I am Jim Arizari. I'm here with Dean Huppert, the, uh, ath- the director of athletics for Mishawaka High School and uh, school city of Mishawaka. Uh, we're back. Know, <laughs> we're this, out on the road again. a great
2: time of year, Jim. You know, we're into the end of the season a little bit. We've got a lot of our sports uh, already with a few games in. We know what we're going to do, and, and we've got Coach Kinder here tonight. We've got a couple soccer players, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Right? It's... Uh, couldn't, couldn't wait to get back out here either. Here being Monterey Mexican Grill located at 507 East McKinley Avenue in Mishawaka near Division Street across from Liberty School. Uh, come enjoy dinner with us. The most delicious authentic Mexican food here. You'll love their handcrafted cuisine, especially the, uh, uh, the, uh, m- the uh, burrito Monterey. Uh, <laughs> we're open cl- until 9 o'clock tonight. Um, also, great breakfast, too. Have you guys had the breakfast yet? I have not. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah, they the, do breakfast and lunch here. I yeah. know it's amazing, but uh, uh, we've got the spokesperson here tonight for right. the Burrito Monterey. <laughs> we've, Keith yeah. I mean, he's the biggest, uh, <laughs> biggest man for a commercial that they could ever have.
1: Right. Head, head football coach of the uh, Mishawaka Cavemen and part-time spokesperson for uh, the, uh, especially the Burrito Monterey here at Monterey Mexican Grill, Keith Kinder. Welcome.
3: Thanks for having me. Like, I, like you guys already said, the Burrito Monterey is fantastic. And I'll tell you, the first time we did this maybe five years ago, Dean, was uh, my first time having dinner here. I asked the server, what would you recommend? He said the Burrito Monterey. I got the Burrito Monterey. And every time since... Burrito Monterey. It's what I've gone
1: with, what I'm going with tonight.
3: Yeah, so it's it's, it's really cool. It's, <laughs> no, it's good to be back.
1: No peer pressure whatsoever <laughs> went into this decision. None whatsoever.
3: Dean didn't listen. <laughs> just so everyone knows,
2: I'm an enchilada guy. So I mean, I'm I'm going with what I love, and I, and I've been doing it for six years now. So I'm on a streak with that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Parrots – Families, friends, fans, all welcome to join us here. We're located upstairs at Monterey Mexican Grill in the Mont, the upstairs event room and banquet facility here on the second floor at Monterey. The Mont is available for reserved, uh, to reserve anyway, for private events or meetings. Come see it for yourself. And of course, enjoy the delicious, uh, authentic Mexican cuisine here at Monterey Mexican Grill on McKinley Avenue. Uh, 4-0 start. Yeah. 4-0, 4-0, start. how about that? First time since 2010? Am I correct with that?
3: I don't know. Is that true?
1: I think. I've, I read it online. The internet told yeah, me 2010. Yeah, the internet doesn't lie, right? <laughs> right, the internet's so, totally telling the truth. Yeah,
3: you know, we, we've obviously had uh, a, a challenge week three with Northridge, a really good football team. Um, you know, I, yes, we're we're 4-0. I hope our best football is ahead of us still. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure yet how good we are. Um, but I was, I was happy with the way that we handled adversity when we were faced with it in week three, we're we're a little banged up right now, but you know, it's better than being three and one or, you know, the alternative, you know, so, uh, really pleased with our kids' effort and their coachability and practice. And, you know, really what we stressed our kids is, is getting better every single day and, and that, you know, those wins take care of themselves. So pleased with the start.
2: You talk about getting off to a fast start last week, thirty to zero at halftime. You know, you, you have that tough game against Northridge. You, you're not sure how your kids may respond, but they responded exactly the way you would want. I, I imagine
3: they really did. And what we what we tried to stress too. I, I love road trips because I think that the focus is just so so much more there. You know, there's there's not the distractions of a home game, and you know, it, it's it's get on the bus, get dressed go play instead of, you know, seeing your your mom and dad and your girlfriend and your friends before kickoff. You know, it's just it, it just seems like the focus is better. And so uh, it really was a nice – we got off to a good start. Um, I was pleased with the way our kids played. And, you know, it, it's always nice when you can get those kids. You know, we got a lot of kids playing time Friday, so it, that was nice as well.
2: Yeah, when you talk about distractions, you've got – You've got opening night, your second home game, not so many distractions, but then third and fourth home games, we have homecoming and senior night. Uh, talk about that as a coach, just trying to get in the kid's head and you either embrace it and say, you know, take it all in, kids, or you you, you don't embrace it and you say this is going to be a distraction. Let's try to fight through it, I guess.
3: Yeah, the, you know, so the thing that, that we've talked to our kids about is really enjoying – everything that comes along with homecoming week. You know, we walk into the building today and it's decorated and, and there are teachers in Mishawaka jerseys and, you know, that stuff's neat. And, and those are going to be memories for our kids as well. And so it's it's a matter of enjoy the week and everything that comes with it, but let's, as as a football program, try to keep the main thing the main thing, and that's focusing on getting better and preparing ourselves to play a game on Friday. And so, you know – you, you want them to have fun. You want them to enjoy the, the pep assembly that we're going to have Friday night. You want them to enjoy the dress-up days. But you want them to, to still be hungry and focus on trying to get better and winning a game. And And that's our job. That's not the kid's job. That's the coach's job.
2: Yeah, you talk talk about some of the numbers. Uh, being 4-0 and oh is one thing. Uh, I know the IFCA has you guys ranked number 2 in 5A. You're not a big rankings guy, but it is prestigious. It's great that the school gets that recognition. Uh you you talk about the overall Sagarin ratings and the Northern Lakes Conference is is getting a lot of love that way.
3: this we're entering the three-week stretch right now where the conference is going to be decided. You know, Warsaw and Northwood play this Friday. Mishawaka and Warsaw play next Friday. Mishawaka and Northwood play the following Friday. So in that three-week period, you know, starting this week, I think you're going to have a good vision of, of how the conference is going to shake up after seven weeks. Um, and it makes it really exciting. Uh, yeah, we, we don't get into rankings, you know, and, and we try to tell our kids that when people talk to you about a 4-0 start or being ranked number two or how good you are, that you, you tell them thank you, and then in the back of your mind you think, yeah, we're not really that good. we got to get better.
2: You, you mentioned the rotating schedule in the Northern Lakes Conference. There's so much tradition through the years, the NLC. Uh, Keith Kinder puts a proposition out to the NLC coaches, and, and they loved it. And you guys had talked about that, and this is, this is really year one of that. Talk about that, just how that came to be, and, and why that's important, especially in football, where you have limited number of games during the regular season.
3: Well, we're we're fortunate enough to have someone like John Cooper, who is a science teacher in our building, and someone that's really good with with data and um, spreadsheets. And he's our director of football operations. But in talking with the NLC coaches, one of the things they really disliked was there was an opportunity for you know someone to play week nine and then draw each other in the opening round of the tournament. And and so we really the 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 primary focus initially was to figure out a way to avoid that so that, you know, Northwood wouldn't play someone Plymouth in week nine right. and then draw them in week ten, which had happened two or three times in the in the previous six years. And so they wanted to get rid of that. And so with that information, we just kinda went to work on how do we establish a rotating schedule because I think there is a distinct advantage the old way of certain teams were advantaged in how their schedule fell and now for a two-year period maybe you have the advantage but then it goes away and so I I think it's really exciting you know I think it's really neat that that we're going to have the opportunity to host Warsaw in a week eight but we're also going to host them in a week three you know so I think there's a there's different there's different variables in play in both of those, so I think that makes it really exciting.
2: Yeah, we're live at Mishawaka's Monterey Mexican Grill. We're with head coach Keith Kinder of the Mishawaka Cavemen, and you know, you you talk about that rotating schedule, and a lot of people said, "Boy, isn't our schedule this year a lot like last year? We're playing some of the teams that we played there there again." And and just for a little information on Mishawaka football. Penn was off the schedule for a few years, they come back, Mishawaka will be at Penn next year in 23, and then they'll be back at Mishawaka in 2024. But to have that Marion start off in week one and then Penn as week number two, and then ha- to have the Northern Lakes Conference schedule, you have to be happy with that schedule going forward in the future. And this year we had St. Joe in, in that week two slot, so we had another local favorite uh, playing at Steel Stadium.
3: Yeah, I think it's a, I, I think our schedule is perfectly set up. You know, if if we have it our way, in my opinion, week one and week two never change. You know, we we stay playing Marion, we stay playing Penn. And I think those are two great opponents that get us ready for the conference season and ultimately help prepare us to to try to win a sectional and advance as far as we can in the tournament. So, you know, we got a great relationship with with Coach Davidson uh, and, and their staff and you know the utmost respect for for what Coach Yeoman and 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 Penn has done for the last three plus decades. So uh, it, it it makes sense in non-conference games to play people that are close. You know to play people that are four or five miles away because you know even at you know week one at Marion, the atmosphere was great. It's a neat you know a neat environment and and it's cool for our kids. You know why travel 200 miles to play someone that you may play in front of of 300 people. I was
1: about to say, great for fans, too, to be able to just, hey, cool. (laughs) We could be there in, like, five minutes.
3: Right, yeah.
2: And some of those rivalry games, we had Penn at Mishawaka's Steel Stadium in a JV game on Saturday. And some of those boys didn't get home until 3 o'clock in the morning. Went home, got a few hours sleep. But you could still see the twinkle in people's eyes, the excitement as the fans came in and his neighbors embraced and his friends were shaking hands people were sitting together in the bleachers and and it was kind of fun to see it's like this is this is why we want to have that rivalry back and and speaking of that you guys are off to a hot start in JV and and freshman and varsity uh Penn got a Saturday in in the JV game but it, it's a solid start for the program
3: yeah it really is and you know we're we're a little banged up right now uh, across across the program but you know, we were off to a good start, undefeated as a program through week three, which had not happened uh, in my time as head coach. Um, like you said, we, we lost Saturday, but still in a really good position. Our freshmen are undefeated. They they go to Goshen this Thursday. It's a really fun group to watch play. Um, you know, super competitive. You know, our current freshmen, I think, won one game as seventh graders, four games as eighth graders, and they're 4-0 right now. Awesome. You know, so – it's, it's really fun to, to watch them as well. So we're we're excited about the future and, and really excited about the present right now.
2: Yeah, thinking about this Friday's game, uh, homecoming, we want to have all the alums come back and, and enjoy Mishawaka football and just and feel the excitement out at Steel Stadium. Uh, there's so much to, to, to embrace there. I was actually talking to, to an 87-year-old gentleman over the weekend, and uh, we want to give an update on Lyle Ballard. He fell at Goshen, and he actually broke his hip but this gentleman has been coming to games for years. He sits at the top of the bleachers. He's just another one of those loyal guys. And he was explaining how much Mishawaka football means to him. And he, he said, you know, it started when my dad was the head custodian and I was cleaning the bleachers and I would start going out to football games and that love. But there's so many people like that who can come back for homecoming, can come back and watch Mishawaka against Plymouth this Friday night.
3: Yeah, the, that's, what I, that's what we try to tell our kids about, you know, all the time is the number of people – that Mishawaka football matters so much to you know this is this isn't just your moms and dads showing up to watch you play the, the, there are hundreds of people that Friday nights in the fall we're going to watch Mishawaka play football and that's just the way it is and 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 that's a neat opportunity for our kids you know not every community is like that so we're blessed to be around you know a, a community that supports our athletics, you know, and it's not just football, you know. I, I see people um, during basketball that I see at football games, you know. So it, it's it's really just a, a great community that supports its student athletes. And, you know, for our kids, we get four guaranteed home games this year. This is number three. So after tonight, night, they're promised one more time that they get to play at Steel Stadium. So, you know, the message this week is it's about it's about the opportunity that we have to be at home, to be in front of our fans and and to play together.
2: Yeah, whether it's whether it's Mr. Bullard or whether it's Mr. Biltz or or any fan, we had some people here today from Wheeler High School. Wow. And Jim, they came to, to take a look at our track, but as they got out there they saw our video <laughs> scoreboard and then they looked at the, the backdrop of the school and they said you guys have the best of both worlds here. You've got right. the tradition that goes back to 1939 in the stadium. You've got the high school. He said, that is so cool. When we drove by the front, he said, that looked like a movie set that was out there. <laughs> right. And I, I said, we, we really try to, when we do things, strategically keep that tradition, but at the same time embrace the future, and, and, and we have a lot of fun on Friday nights. So that actually
1: sounds like my first reaction to seeing the, the stadium as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, wow, look at that.
2: Well, and, and, and just talk about, you know, the the team that you have, some of the players maybe who are stepping up this year. Each year there are some seniors or some kids that that uh, make some plays, and I know in the Northridge game you, you talked about one of your defensive backs and he just he makes a play and all of a sudden everybody knows his name, but you've known his name for a long time and, and put that kid in a position to succeed.
3: Yeah, well, it's – it's it's our coaching staff you know we've we've got a great group of coaches that that spend a lot of time trying to maximize our potential put our kids in positions to be successful and not only that but care about our our players as human beings and and students and then as athletes but but ultimately trying to develop them as responsible young men and you know, like we talked about after the Northridge game, Malik was a perfect example of that. Someone who has developed into a responsible and accountable young man because he has been in our program. And I truly believe that. And and that's what this is all about is, yeah, were we happy that he caught the ball rather than drop it? Absolutely. But had he dropped the ball, I'd be just as proud of the person that he is becoming as a member of our football program. So, um, we're blessed with kids and stories like that from from top to bottom um we're playing a a lot of young people you know we're starting we're starting four sophomores right now three on defense and and navelle on offense and 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 that's abnormal for us you know we, we don't like to start sophomores um but but sometimes it, it happens because of necessity, and sometimes it happens because of talent. And and we're in a position right now where we've got a combination of both, but all four of them are contributing beyond my expectations for them. You know? Uh,
1: You'd never know they were sophomores.
3: Correct. Yeah, and and Navel as a 15-year-old fullback, carrying the ball 31 times in the Northridge game and, and scoring the game-winning touchdown in overtime to – Carmine Orozco, who's playing one of the most challenging positions at defensive end and making six, seven, eight tackles in, in, a, in a tough game and, and the growth that these kids have made. Uh, we're, we're just fortunate to have great kids, really good senior leaders, and and it's something that I think I, I don't think we've played our best yet, and, and, and that's the goal. Get healthy and start playing our, our best football here in the, in the next month to six weeks.
2: You're listening to Caveman Corner, and we're talking to the head coach of the Mishawaka Caveman, Keith Kinder, right here on AM 960. And, and Coach, you, you mentioned a, a kid like Malice, Malik Washington and, and Novell Miller, kids stepping up, but family is such a huge part of Mishawaka football, and the parents' club gets involved. Uh, it's great to see your assistant coaches, and you guys are so tight. There are so many coaches who bring their kids out either after practice or after games, and the the pictures. And... And Jim, I, I know you called the first game. And to see that celebration mm-hmm. on the field afterwards. It was great. It's it's almost like senior night every night. And you impress that upon the kids to, to take pictures to do that. A lot of times, coaches get in the locker room, come on in. But it, it's one of those where these are moments. Right. And it's not just catching the ball or scoring a touchdown. But hey, enjoy that with your family.
3: Absolutely. You know, my favorite day of the week right now is Thursday freshman home football games because my family comes out, my kids run around like they own the place, <laughs> our coaches' kids run around like they own the place, and it, and it's important to me that our players see their coaches being dads and husbands, and and I think it's important that there's a payoff for my kids who sacrifice time with me Right. that Steel Stadium gets to be their playground every now and again you know. so I, I think there's a benefit to that but after games I think it's really important that, that our players have a chance to connect with their parents on the field our parents deserve that opportunity our kids deserve the opportunity to visit with their parents on the field to take pictures to celebrate and we always talk about that like winning football games is hard it's really hard and so when you win you should celebrate them And then turn it off tomorrow, right? right? Like, we want to celebrate them that night, but when you come in tomorrow, it's about getting better. And so it's really important that you do take that step to actually celebrate, smile, laugh, right? and then the next morning you come in and you get ready to work, so... Uh, I, I've been impressed with the way our kids have handled that.
2: Yeah, one more question. We've got a couple soccer players who are going to be coming up here, Lucas Larson and, and Chase Hardy, who are also football players. Yeah. Uh, uh, they they combine, uh, combine sports. But uh, here you are in, in, in year five. You've, you've won 75% of your games. I know that doesn't mean a whole lot. But last year, it was the first year you hadn't won the sectional. And I know that was a whole – even though it was a tough Michigan City team who went on to the semi state and and had an amazing had an amazing run, but how much motivation was that for your group and and maybe for you to look at it and say hey we can 't take this for granted they don 't give trophies. you earn those trophies
3: yeah, you know I, I think that our kids are hungry as a result of that. It was something that we mentioned in the off season we haven 't talked about it since the season started um, but I had such I think every year and you know if you when you coach long enough I, I know uh, B can talk about this but like when you every group means so much to you that like the fact that they didn't win a trophy doesn't make me think less of them it it makes me hungrier to win more but it's 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 about the payoff for the work right like that's what the the, the thing that you can tangibly hold is really just something that validates the hard work that you put in. You know what I mean? Sure. Other than that, last year's group was no different than this year's group or no worse than the previous year's group. You know, last year's team, if we stay healthy, is probably the best football team that we've had in quite some time. It's just we, got, we had some injury bugs, we had some other personnel things happen, and things didn't bounce our way. That doesn't change the fact that this group was really good. But, like, I think the trophy – really is just a prize to work towards and and that's what we kind of um that's what it symbolizes for us and, and the way our program approaches things
2: well we appreciate your time we, we've got a few minutes left here and we want to talk to a couple of our soccer players a couple of your kickers uh lucas larson and uh, chase hardy and you know these guys put in so much time uh going to the zero hours going to the the practices um, let's start with Lucas Larson. Uh, first of all, you guys won a big championship over the weekend. Talk about that case. You knocked off, uh, first of all, Clay, and then you beat South Bend Riley. What was that like holding the trophy, taking pictures with family and, and just coming away with a, a big soccer trophy on Saturday?
4: Uh, yeah, that was nice. Cause we've been working since June for it. And, uh, we won it last year and to come in uh, this week again and also win it. Felt really good.
2: Yeah, that's right, back-to-back champs because you beat Niles last year in the championship. And Chase Hardy, talk about the schedule that you guys put in to play football and to play soccer. I, 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 it, it's just mind-blowing that you go from one practice to the next or you go from practice to a game, and then you have to, <laughs> have to put on a different uniform almost every day.
5: Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, really, there, it's, it's just going from, like, one to another. It's just different timing. Like, you have to put in work from another place to go put in work to another place. It's like the conditioning in one is significantly harder in soccer.
2: Yeah, it's kind of fun because I see you guys sometimes out there, and and you're doing almost a penalty kick at the end and playing goalie. You've got a a great uh, freshman goalie this year, and Blake Vandenberg, but – When it comes down to it, you guys are are two of the leaders and two of the guys working. On a Friday night, you kick a 42-yard field goal. Uh, That had to have been one of the highlights that you've had. Talk about that uh, in the Northridge game when it was 39-39 and a double overtime, but you got one of the key plays.
4: Uh, Yeah, I didn't really expect the 42-yarder to come that early in the game because we were kind of just driving down the field. And then all of a sudden, he calls me for field goal. So I had to get the mindset to kick a 40 yard field goal and I did everything right. The snap and the hold was perfect, and it just went through.
2: Yeah, when you think about supporting each other, whether it's football or soccer, you guys are the ones who, who, who know what you're deal- dealing with, and you've got Coach Chris Blaisdell, Coach Keith Kinder, and they're working to allow you to do this crazy schedule, but uh, supporting each other, and I know you have a lot of team functions too where your guys go out and, and do things uh, together.
5: Yeah, for sure. Uh, just recently we all went to uh, Salsa's, one of our friends actually works there and he got an, an entire table for all of us to be there and got like two huge cakes for all of us. And actually, Dean ended up paying for all of us.
2: Well, we have, you know, we have, we have a lot of support <laughs> and I happen to be out there. But uh, uh, tonight, Monterey Mexican Grill is going to be helping us out. And I know you guys have been, uh, I, by the way, Coach Kinder said get the, the Burrito Monterey. How is it?
5: Nah, I didn't get it, but uh.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, he may be running laps. tomorrow. <laughs> laps, Lucas.
2: Did you get the burrito Monterey? No, I got the laps yeah, named cool. after me. Oh, you got the Lucas. <laughs> spot okay, it, yeah. all right. <laughs> well, so far the food has been great out here. We encourage you to come out to to uh, Monterey Mexican Grill anytime you get a chance. So, uh, got to ask you guys who's your who's your favorite teacher in Mishawaka? Oh,
4: um, put you on a spot. I'd have to say, I like what, uh, waking up to coach surgeons sometimes. Hmm. Well, but our on, strength uh, and
2: conditioning coach, he gets loud and proud.
4: I'm yeah, proud. but on um, some days I like it, some days I don't. <laughs> <Too> <laughs> how, about, how about you, Chase?
5: Uh, don't tell him I said it, but Big Cat. Oh, yeah? Big Cat. That's yeah, Mr. Calderoni. Mr. Calderoni. Okay. was walking into advisory, even though sometimes I may show up late found a hard workout
2: well and i know it's 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 one of those things where our coaches are also teachers and and you got our cross-country track coach chris kovaleski and i know you've talked about him that he brings it every day and and that must be cool that our teachers are there and they support you and i see some of the coaches out at other games as well yeah so when you think about uh, uh favorite sports moments so far is there is there one that jumps out at you that, that you're thinking about and saying you know what Maybe that favorite sports moment's still ahead, but uh, we've had some pretty good times here at Mishawaka High School. Is there is there something that jumps out at you so far?
5: Um, honestly, from both, it would have to be the my getting my first field goal at the Marion game. That was pretty sweet. It happened like really, really, really fast, and I was not expecting it. I wasn't really even like really expecting like to play much that game. Right. And I was like, all right, sweet. I'm going in. And also the the goal against Goshen, that was pretty sweet. Right. It, it just kind of like dipped in. Wasn't expecting that one either. Yeah. Just kind
2: of. Well, and Chase put one up, and and, it, and Goshen's one of the best teams in the state, and it sailed right over the right over the head. It was a power shot. How about you, Lucas? Any favorite sports memories? Um,
4: obviously the uh, the 42 yarder against Northridge, that felt really nice to hit. But also uh, this last week in, in the Cayman Classic. Uh in both games I had to combine hat trick, which is three goals. Right. And that felt really nice to score.
2: Yeah. Well I n- I know you probably have some people listening, some family members. Anybody you want to say <coughs> hi to before we, we sign off here? Mm. Yeah. Hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt like that one was coming. Any anybody, Chase?
5: Uh, Chaz Hardy. <laughs> I made it on the radio before you that just th- wanna th- let
2: him know. There you go. you got to put it at your brother just a little bit. Well, we appreciate you guys being here. Um, uh, thanks for all you do for Mishawaka High School, football and soccer in the classroom. And, and keep it rolling. Uh, you got a little momentum now with the the Caveman Classic win. I know the Northern Lakes Conference is awfully tough, but you played some of the tougher teams, so we'll see what can happen here the rest of the year. So good luck.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: All right, appreciate you guys being here.
1: And that is Cavemen Corner for this week. It is powered by Midland Engineering beginning their second century of quality roofing experience. Also presented by School City of Mishawaka, growing leaders in a culture of excellence, the Mishawaka Way, and by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, granting a better future. For Dean Huppert, I am Jim Irizarry. This has been Caveman Corner, live from Monterey, Mexican Grill, on Sports Radio 960 WSBT.